Garrett Cole makes Yankees history and Aaron Judge, well, he's Aaron Judge. Opening day was a rousing success and maybe you look at what's to come in the 2023 season. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. I'd like to thank you for making us your first listen every day. Today's episode is sponsored by the Game Time app. Download Game Time, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. With me, as always, my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, what a day. For the Yankees, what a day. day. What a day indeed. A great day indeed. The Yankees look great. Um, coming up on today's show, there were some interesting pregame comments from Aaron Boone about the Yankees potentially signing a reliever. Hey, who said that first? Uh, so we're going to talk about that here in just a second. We also want to preview this weekend sets. Remember, the Yankees are off on Friday, um, but we'll play Saturday and Sunday, barring weather. Uh, but first, let's chat about opening day. Things look great. Uh, Garrett Cole, Aaron Judge, Glaber went deep. Everything went just about as well as you could want on opening day. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, it didn't start that way. <laughs> Although we can say Garrett Cole was amped. And you could tell from those first four pitches against Lamont Wade Jr. that he was completely amped. They were high. They were fast. You know, 97, he was throwing his normal velocity. But yeah, he was a little amped up there. Started off the game with a four-pitch walk. And then he settled down and struck out 11, which is yeah. a new franchise record for opening day. And when you think about all the guys who started on opening day for the Yankees, it's kind of amazing that it took Garrett Cole to do this. Uh, yeah, 2023. I have this. Uh, I got this here from Twitter earlier. Uh, most strikeouts on opening day uh, 1991. Tim Leary struck out nine. Whitey Ford in 55 struck out eight. So did David Cohn in 97. Uh, Clemens in 99. Cole in 21 struck out eight and then of course he struck out 11 uh on uh, on what was that Thursday yes uh, and brains all over the place uh <laughs> but yeah no I mean he he was incredible he he really settled down after those first couple of pitches out of the zone I think uh, opening day jitters may have got to him there for a split second but mm -hmm. boy did he settle down fastball was looking great up in the zone uh 95 pitches for Cole 61 of which were four uh four seamers uh he got 17 swings and misses uh, he averaged 97 and topped 99.5. Yeah. Stacy, we'd said it in our, uh, what to expect series about Garrett Cole, but boy, did he look like an ace, an ace of aces on Thursday. Yeah. It was really great to watch because I, you know, to be honest, I was slightly worried about how cold it was. Um, how touchy Cole tends to be sometimes when things aren't perfect. And I was a little worried about that, which is why the first at bat worried me. And then he really settled down. He looked great. And uh, that's what you want from your ace. You need a performance like that. And uh, everything you could have asked for happened on Thursday. Yeah, he looked uh, really well. I mentioned his uh, fastball is looking really good up in the zone. Uh, he was playing that well, had some good run to it, some arm side run. Uh, his slider had some real good shapes out of it. They were talking about that a lot uh, on yes during Thursday's game. Uh, but the slider looked really nice as well. But again, I think it really all piggybacked off of that fastball. Um, when he pushes it up in the zone, and if he's getting up to 99, um, I mean, there's, there's very little you can do as a hitter because – 
especially with that arm side run where it's tailing away um, to left-handers. Yeah, It's just, it, it's unhittable. It's an unhittable pitch. It starts up in the zone, chest high, uh, and, and then just zips out of it. So it, it, it really, really was impressive on Thursday. Yeah, and he struck out his brother-in-law, Brandon Crawford, which that always makes for a funny matchup when that happens. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it wasn't just Cole, obviously. I mean, Aaron Judge, obviously, I mean – the script is written and printed. I mean, can you, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. No, I, that, you know, what's crazy. I, that thought never even crossed my mind before he came to the plate. It's funny because it's usually the person you least expect to hit a home run. I famously jokingly tweeted in 2017 that Ronald Torres was going to hit the Yankees first home run on opening day. And Ronald Torres hit the Yankees first home run on opening day that season. And everyone thought I was a witch or some sort of, you know, psychic, but it was really a joke. I picked Oswaldo and that didn't happen. And it's kind of funny because with all the home runs that judge hit last year, he started off slow. He didn't hit a home run for a while there. And people were a little worried about the fact that he didn't hit a home run um, to start the season and today was second pitch the second pitch and it wasn't just a home run it was to dead center it went 422 off Logan Webb who doesn't usually give up fly balls like that like he's not yeah. that type of a pitcher so it was just amazing all around yeah he went down and got that it it, it did creep back over the plate it was a 93 mile an hour sinker that that kind of crept back over middle down but it was down mm -hmm. judge did go down and get it it was in the strike zone but but knee high um 109.3 off the bat 422 as you said dead center launch angle 28 um i mean this uh the most prototypical aaron judge home run right like just you look up aaron judge home run and that's the definition those are the numbers it's you know over 105 it's a launch between 27 to 30 and it's dead center for over 400 feet like it's just that's just aaron judge uh in a nutshell but yeah he really went down and got it uh, i think it should still be noted that the yankees did strike out 16 times and logan webb aside from a couple of mistakes, did strike out 12. Yeah. Um, he did look good. Yes. Uh, and the Yankees were chasing. Yes. Um, that was a little frustrating to watch, but the five runs helped. And, um, you know, Cole keeping them at bay, Cole, Loisica, Peralta, Marinaccio, preventing them from scoring any runs. A shutout on opening day, lovely. Yeah. Couldn't ask for anything better than that. And, um yeah, you know, Logan Webb's a good pitcher. I've never really, I don't think I've really watched him before. Why and, would you? Well, I mean, yeah, you know, he plays out <laughs> in San Francisco. West. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to see a lot of guys like this that we normally don't see because of this new schedule. And I I enjoyed them playing yeah. the Giants, you know, opening up against a National League team at home for the first time. It's cool. Yeah, uh, impressed with Ron Marinaccio. He looked good, closed it down. Uh, impressed with Loisaga's fastball up in the zone. Um, one thing that is just something I've noticed, and I, I know that pitchers are starting to do this over the last few years, is the ability to throw the slider up in the zone. Mm. And it is a beautiful thing. Just, what, 10 years ago, guys were so scared to throw their sliders up. Yeah. And now it is a legitimate tactic. tactic. And um, I just love watching it. I just love watching it because these sliders are coming in at so such a higher rate and and coming in so much harder than they used to that now you're like wait this does play up in the zone now i don't have to worry about hanging this thing because it's not coming in at 82 to 84 anymore it's coming in at 88 to 91 
that's a massive difference. So uh, I noticed that a lot on Thursday as well. Just uh, just the proliferation of the slider up in the zone is is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah, because usually, you know, you always talk about the hanging slider, and that's usually what happens. If it doesn't slide, someone will hit it's it out of the pace, park. Yeah. <laughs> um, other things to note here on opening day, Stacey, uh, everybody but Oswaldo Cabrera reached base. All starters reached base. Cabrera did get ring up on a, a pretty bad call there uh, from Laz Diaz on his fourth strikeout. He did strike out four times. Um, he didn't chase, but it was a little bit of a shock to see uh, Oswaldo starting over Hicks on opening day. Um we may have seen the last game for a Stefan Florial in pinstripes, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. He did end up he... pinch running. Uh, he got all the way to third. Uh, he pinch ran for, for Stanton, uh, but that was it. So that very well could have been the last time Florial wins, wears pinstripes. Yeah. And the other note or the other thing we should note, 16 strikeouts for the Yankees overall, only two walks. One of them, Glaber Torres, the other, the rookie, Anthony Volpe, Yes, stole <laughs> second. Uh, did like uh, his approach to taking second base. He stole 50 bags last year. He was a menace on the base paths uh, between double and triple A. Um, jitters didn't get to him. Yeah. Uh, I thought he looked pretty good at the plate. Didn't chase, ended up drawing that walk. Um, so, yeah, I, I think uh, all things considered, you know, going going over two with a walk and a K on your opening day, look good on the defensively like there's not yeah. much else you can ask for uh for a debut so uh glad to see that now those jitters can potentially be shaken off and now he can kind of settle in yeah i was uh very excited about that it was him and judge they got the biggest ovations when they yeah. announced everyone and i thought that was very cool for him and you could see the guys just be very happy for him and they all had big smiles on their faces as he was high-fiving them and I just love opening day so much. So I'm like, really I like, love the patch too, by yeah. the way, the new patches that tops is doing. Oh yeah. Uh, putting the MLB debut patches. That's really, really cool. Um, just kind of adds to the history of, of the game. And I love that. Um, speaking of the history of the game, Stacy, there were some funny meme like moments uh, from opening day. Uh, if you're watching on the YouTube side, you are seeing those images that we're talking about right now. Um, the arson judge meme was out in full force. Mm hmm. First of all, okay, the guy who made the arson judge jersey, those jerseys are not cheap. <laughs> and to not go that far for a joke is uh, uh, kudos to him, hats off to him. That was just fantastic. And what yeah. a sense of humor this guy has. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Real tough offseason for the Giants, man. Real tough offseason, but to, to have that kind of sense of humor. And then there was also a couple of fans. Again, if you're watching on the YouTube side, this is coming from Bleacher Report, uh, putting these images out. So shout out to Bleacher Report. They're awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, the arson judge had appears headed to Giants. Uh, the John Heyman tweet uh, was printed and held up in, I think that's, was that right, Field? it's the bleachers uh, yes the bleachers yeah yep. it's tough to tell uh i've only been to yankee stadium once uh <laughs> but so uh yeah no i love it i love it it's 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 great it's, it's funny to see the, the sense of humor um and that uh, baseball's back it's back it's back
Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. It's the fastest-growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Hey, Editing Steve here. Before the second segment starts, we're talking about pitching in this one, what the Yankees might end up doing. It was all recorded right before the Yankees made this move, so this is the latest information. The Yankees announced that they acquired right-handed pitcher Colton Brewer from the Tampa Bay Rays in exchange for cash considerations. So with Tampa, uh, he hasn't pitched in the bigs since 2021 when he's with the Boston Red Sox, didn't pitch in the bigs last year. He's with Omaha. Uh, so just wanted to make sure that that information got to you before we had this whole conversation about what the Yankees might do uh, with their pitching situation. So... That's the latest. Uh, if there are more moves coming, make sure to hit subscribe on YouTube. But that will be the first place that's updated. All right, back to the episode. Back here on Locked On Yankees, just a reminder, you can get ready for the baseball season with Locked On MLB's ultimate six-episode season preview. Our local and national experts give in-depth analysis of every team and division in a way only Locked On can provide. Find all six episodes on Locked On MLB on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, wherever you're listening to this. You can go listen to that. Mm -hmm. um, and by the way, just before we get into this second segment as well, uh, talking about what Aaron Boone talked about uh, before opening day, don't forget our ultimate Yankees guide. I know that this is a weird thing. We talked about it a couple times, but the Yankees waited until the very last moment to announce their roster. Quite literally, uh, they, as a matter of fact, released the starting lineup before they released the roster on Thursday. Um, that is why we have not released our ultimate Yankees guide. Um, as soon as that is available, uh, it will be linked in the episode description. It'll be a part of our uh, 2023 season preview playlist on YouTube. So make sure to check that out. But uh, Aaron Boone with some comments, uh, Stacy on Thursday saying a pitcher could be in play for us that we add or not, whatever or not means. Uh, but then whether or not we do that, we'd be in a position to pull from the minor leagues too. I don't know what he's trying to say, but what right. he's trying to say is they are looking at potentially signing a pitcher um, yes. and that could potentially happen maybe by the time you're listening to this uh, maybe as early as Friday ready for Saturday's game yes and yeah actually that's probably what's going to happen although knowing the Yankees they'll again wait till the last minute to do it and we'll find out you know Friday to night announce or, it to yeah. announce it at least yeah um, but it's interesting that he came out and actually said that because, you know, that quote is kind of wishy-washy right there um, with the way people were interpreting it. It was a definite thing that something was happening. Like some people were even making it seem, I don't know, they, they were blowing it up in a way that seemed kind of strange to me. But um, yeah, something's going to happen. We've been saying this for two days and <laughs> it looks like we're right. <laughs> yeah, we're actually right about um, something. We 
we yeah, hey hey we get things right we get things I know, right I'm just kidding. we just got Volpe wrong that was it um but hey everybody a lot of who could have guessed that uh <laughs> heck of a spring uh we've been talking about this for a while how the Yankees are very right-handed heavy in the bullpen right now with not a left a lot of left-handed options save Matt Crook um in Scranton right now so we have been conjecturing that they would be adding a left-hander in some way shape or form right now the Yankees did elect to keep Cordero and Florial on the roster at least for opening day that is not permanent there right. is no way that is how they're going to go moving forward Stacy. um there are currently 17 left-handed major league free agent relievers that's hmm. a mouthful yeah. But that is the case right now. There are 17 of them. There are a couple with Yankees connections that uh, we kind of wanted to speculate on. The The easiest one to sign if you're looking for a Yankee left-handed reliever, Zach Britton, is right. a free agent. Did not find a club to catch on to. Um, Manny Manuelos is also free. He's pitching in, in the Nippon League. Uh, Mike Montgomery uh, is in the Mexican League currently. There's other ones uh, outside uh greg molly is also in the mexican league force foster griffin also in the nippon league so some of those like contracts outside are kind of i wouldn't say tough to get out of but the, there is some you know legalities that they have to go through to to figure all that kind of stuff out but um looking at this list i'm not going to say pick one um but i guess more of the conversation here is there are left-handed options right i mean i feel like if the yankees were looking at those particular guys I would assume they'd go with Britain just because he's played here and they know what to expect from him. He's older now, you know, he's 35 now, which, you know, I was looking him up earlier and I always, you always think of Zach Britton as the younger guy. Cause he was when he was with the Orioles and you know, time has a way of creeping up on you and uh, he would be a grizzled veteran on the Yankees. And I feel like he would do well if he's perfectly healthy. I'm actually surprised that no one took a flyer on him and that he's, you know, yeah. hanging out out there. But I feel like he would be the most logical choice for the Yankees. Of these. Of these. Yes. And that, and that's us just playing into the left-handed role. The Yankees could very well go out and get another right-hander. Some names that I had picked that are currently free and uh, not tied down. Archie Bradley is currently a free agent right-hander. Um, pitched with the Angels and looked pretty good out of the bullpen uh, most recently. Kyle Crick. Uh, Carson Fulmer, former Vanderbilt product, and uh, mm. Luis Perdomo um, has been uh, has been pretty good uh, as well, uh, especially last season in AAA ranks. So there are a couple of guys out there that I think uh, on the right-handed side, I think it's a little more right-handed heavy, which makes sense right. um, as far as the free agent market right now. Uh, but there are options, and it does seem like a move is likely. Yes. Now, you mentioned before the show – we, we text back and forth before our show. Let's, let's pull back the curtain just to get ideas for things. And you had mentioned Sean Doolittle is still out there? Sean Doolittle is also out there, yeah. Um, he has had a rough go of it in the majors over the last couple of seasons. That was, I love Sean Doolittle as a guy. I think he's yeah. one of the coolest dudes on the planet. Um, but, uh, yeah, as far as baseball is concerned, I, hey, look, I mean, we're just taking our best guesses here. Right. But uh, – I don't know if that's exactly the the route the Yankees would go um, for a Sean Doolittle. I saw someone else suggest, and he's a righty. You know, I was trying to look for guys who were left-handed, but I saw an article mention Britton, Bradley, and then Corey Knable. Yeah, that's there's some hard miles there. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think the Yankees <laughs> would go in that direction. No. Um, 
yeah, but it feels like it would it... be it doesn't it feel like it would just be a guy that they would have until people come back right like yeah it but i mean be... you got to remember too because uh, it's not i mean some of these injuries to the pen are a little bit longer and kind of have a uh, don't really know timeline attached to them. True. Um, so you can't, I don't think the Yankees are going to play that game. I think mm. it's go out and get the best guy possible. It's not go out and like, oh, well, we can save $200,000 if we get this one. It's like, no, go out and get the best guy possible. Right. Um, or at least in theory, that should be the mentality. That should be the mentality of every team. That's how they should operate. But uh, I, I think uh, in good faith, that is how they would operate here. The final four is set, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net, all on an app that's safe, secure and super easy to use so don't miss your shot at a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars when you join fanduel today just go to fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up make every moment more with fanduel day off on friday for the yankees and the giants because of that built-in you know just in case it rains and guess when they're expecting rain in new york saturday <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but pitching matchup for Saturday, Stacey. <laughs> Alex Cobb on the mound uh, last season, almost 30 outings, uh, sub-4 ERA. And uh, Clark Schmidt gets the ball. Um, looked great in Scranton last year. Um, got a taste of, of the bigs last season, a good taste of it. Um, three starts overall, but being game two starter, uh, pretty big deal. So I'm excited to see what, what Clark Schmidt comes out and does. He had also mentioned uh, I saw some comments from him earlier in the week that it was a, a major honor, which duh, obviously, but uh, he spoke very highly of it. So I'm excited to see what he does with the opportunity. Yeah, it'll be interesting, interesting to see uh, how he uses the pitches that he's been trying to work on in spring training yeah. if he breaks them out during Saturday's game. If Saturday's game happens, we could be seeing a doubleheader <laughs> on Sunday because it says 90 percent chance of rain, which means 90 percent of the area gets rain. That's what those percentages mean on your weather app. It doesn't mean that there's a 90% chance of it. It means the whole area is going to have it. So there might, it, it might be a bad day on Saturday, but Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 405 start, by the way. Oh yes. Sunday, Ross Stripling against Johnny Brito. Yeah. Brito, uh, major league debut for him. Right-handed pitcher. Uh, this is going to be a big one for him. Uh, young kid. He got called up about midway through last season from double A to the rail riders, uh, ground ball pitcher, fastball comes at you around 96, 97 has some decent secondary offerings uh, without injuries. Brito would most undoubtedly, uh, undoubtedly be in Scranton right now, but uh, with the injuries, Brito is just kind of the guy that they need to pitch right now and uh, big opportunity for the young kid. Yeah. And as I said, he's facing Ross Stripling, who went 10 and 4 with a 3.01 ER, ERA. That's easy for me to say. And that was with Toronto in 2022. So, kind of an interesting matchup there. And, you know, nothing to sneeze at. I mean, you're facing Ross Stripling. That's kind of cool yeah. for the kid. Former All Star. Yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, big, big one, big one for, for Johnny Brito. Uh, I'll be watching with bated breath. He is one of the nicest kids on the planet. Uh, I love that kid and I'm totally rooting for him. So go Johnny. Yeah, should be good. Don't forget to check out our 2023 season preview YouTube playlist. It'll be linked in the episode description. And thanks for making Locked On Yankees your first listen. For your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball with Matt and Dom as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies every day. Find it wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Stacey Gossoulias, and we'll see you Monday. 